Welcome everyone to Be Better Betters. I'm the host, Spanky. Thanks for listening. Taping this Monday, March 30th. Unfortunately, I was out of commission for a while. I, even though I wasn't tested, I contracted coronavirus. I was up in Boston for the Sloan Conference. Friday, Saturday, came home Sunday. Had a little bit of a cough Tuesday, Wednesday, nothing crazy. But then I woke up on Thursday morning right after the NBA and everything got canceled. Um, and boom, it hit me. I felt like shit. And then the symptoms didn't start getting crazy for another three, four days. And then it got really nasty. It was one of the worst experiences of my life. I was coughing so much and so hard. Every time I coughed, I had a pain in my lower abdomen, my stomach, my sides, my chest. It was such a nasty pain, like a big cramp was was just all over my body. My throat was hurting. I couldn't taste or smell anything. I was literally shivering myself to sleep every night, even though I had three blankets on me because of the chills. I had aches and pains in my neck and my shoulders and my back. Headache was off the hook. I just felt so weak and I didn't know what to do and it just I, I just tried to sleep it off and sleep and sleep you know didn't really eat much and I just slept thinking that hey maybe I could just wake up and this nightmare would end and it just didn't end and this thing lasted like two weeks of just actually like 12 days was, you know, the nasty part was like 10, 11, 12 days. Then I started getting better. The pneumonia set in in my lungs, and it was crazy because every time I tried to take a deep breath, I'd have to cough. I felt as if my lungs were so vulnerable, and that I just felt, you know, like there was a passage, you know, like it's, it's, it's a crazy feeling like there was a passageway from my throat to my lungs that's open, that's usually not open. Obviously, it's open, that's how you're breathing, but it just felt as if the passageway was just, there was no protective layer. It just felt so scary, and uh, I didn't know what to do. You know, thank God that my wife was there to take care of me. I called my doctor, my doctor told me, don't go to the hospital unless you're having trouble breathing. I said, nah, doc, I could breathe pretty good, except if I take a deep breath, I have to cough. He said, nah, that's okay then, 
you just got to write it out. And I wrote it out. And it was a tough, tough go. Um, I was so weak to get out of bed. You know, people would tell me, you got to get tested. I'm like, get tested? I can't even, I can barely get up to go to the bathroom, let alone leave my house and get tested. That shit wasn't going to happen. Uh, so, none of that. And, you know, I know I had it, even though I never got tested, because four, four friends of mine that I was in close contact with, we were in a cigar bar in one of those small little rooms, and we were all sitting around the table. You know, literally our legs are touching each other. Uh, that's, how on, that's how close we were. And, uh, and four people in that room tested positive. So that obviously gave me all the info I need to know that I had coronavirus. Um, a lot of us shared the same symptoms too. My buddy Rufus lost his sense of taste and smell just like me and other people also mention that, that that usually is a symptom that accompanies this virus. But that was then and this is now. Thank God and thank you everybody out there for wishing me well and praying for me. It means a lot to me because the power of prayer is very important. And it really means the world to me that complete strangers, you know, sat down, said a small prayer for me, or wished me well. And, you know, by the grace of God, I was able to get out of this and be back on my feet. <laughs> and uh, and hopefully to uh, never <laughs> encounter symptoms like these again uh, I've been sick in the past don't get me wrong but man oh man I got knocked on my ass with this shit and my fever wasn't even that bad that's the crazy part usually the fever gets high or maybe it was I just didn't feel it took my temperature a few times it was never above 100 but who knows so <clears throat> I hope everybody out there, if you're sick with coronavirus or sick in general, keep the faith and stay calm, cool and collected. Mucinex was big for me and, uh, and that helped me a lot and um, you know, I, the cough drops weren't good for me. Um, they kind of made me cough, you know, it's just, it, was, it wasn't good. Um, Mucinex is a thing that worked for me nice, and it helped keep the coughing down. The mucus kind of dissolves, so I don't really have to cough. I don't feel like as if there's something stuck in my throat. Uh, so that was good, because some of these cough attacks that I had, they lasted like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, just, just coughing. Uh, uh, coughing, 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 and I just, it was just, it wouldn't stop, and the pain, it just, like, like, I put my lungs through such a, such a battle, and 
I just got painful when I coughed. It was just, it's hard to describe. I don't mean to reiterate all these points, but man, I just went through some shit. And, you know, some people don't really suffer too many symptoms or only have mild symptoms or maybe a day worth of symptoms. Man, I went through this shit for about two weeks. Whereas about 10 days of it was nasty. So, you know, everybody's different. But thank God I got nothing to complain about. Thank God I'm alive. I'm well. And that's the most important thing. So, I appreciate it. I asked, kind of asked on Twitter for people to give me their phone numbers so that I could call them up and thank them personally for wishing me well and praying for me. And I talked to a lot of cats, a lot of nice people out there, guys I never talked to, real nice guys. Everybody was very cordial, very friendly, had a couple of questions. Maybe I was helping guide people, uh, help to guide them along the way. And right now, you know, we're in a state where there's really nothing going on sports betting wise a lot of people hey what now what do you got you know a lot of people calling me up so what are you doing now spank how are you gonna earn and I'm just not earning you know there's uh, as much as I love to earn I'm not gonna earn and uh, that's how it is you know I'm not gonna be betting ping pong or any of this simulated shit I you know we got the markets just it can't get down on stuff like this and I don't know how the lines move so just not for us my guys are kind of taking a little time off kind of hoping that football starts up on time but honestly this is the time that you know you got to find things to do and um, to be able to keep busy to prepare this is kind of like a break in the war so there's a ceasefire and this is the time to get the heavy artillery the guns ready so that when we're back in action we're ready to rock so me personally what I plan on doing is I plan on doing some programming there's a lot of little fixes I gotta make and a lot of major fixes that I've been meaning to do you know a lot of my code that I've written believe it or not there's some code that hasn't been updated since 2000, 2001 um, and it's just one of those things in which if it ain't broke don't fix it um, but uh, I got a lot of legacy stuff running and uh, it's time for me to kind of upgrade some of that and this is a perfect time to do so when there's nothing going on when I'm able to just concentrate and be able to focus on the task at hand and uh, and update some of my code. Um, and also, there's a lot of enhancements, you know what I mean, that we got to make just so that me and my guys were able to bet more efficiently. It never ends, you know, when it comes to this type of stuff. There's always something to do. Anybody out there that codes or that's a coder, that writes programs, maybe you might write programs to create models 
or like me, write programs to be able to analyze lines and stuff. It never ends. There's always something to do. There's always a way to do it faster, a way to do it better, a way to make it look better. You know, this game is a game of seconds. Um, and sometimes it's just a second or two between catching a number and not catching a number. So I try to make it so that everything is as fast and efficient as possible so that when we're going after numbers, when we're betting, whether I'm using my auto better or whether I have alerts pop up to my traders and all this, that we know that everything is happening as soon as possible and as fast as possible. So uh, that's what I'm going to be working on. Kind of just taking it easy. I'm still like, you know, I don't want to say I'm 100%. I still got a lingering cough here and there that uh, that comes and goes. And I still feel as if my lungs got some damage. So uh, so that, I heard that takes months to heal. So, hey, it is what it is. But uh, I'm pretty good, I, you know, I'll... I'll uh, I'm in pretty good shape at this point. So um, maybe I'll do another questions and answers. Um, I was never able to release that video. We were never able to record it of us placing a bet and uh, kind of dissecting how the timing of placing a bet. It's kind of hard. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll do some type of video or something where I kind of show my platform and show, explain how I kind of do things without actually doing it. It's just that we just never got around to it. My guys and I are just so busy betting that to actually record something and do that is a major, major undertaking. So, um, but one day we'll get it done when sports resume. So, um, I want to talk about my main man. Captain Jack. For those who don't know, at CapJack2000 on Twitter, Captain Jack Andrews, solid guy, nice guy, knows his shit inside out, and he started making videos that are solid. So, if anybody wants to learn and listen to what he has to say, he knows his stuff, and I can't recommend it enough. Uh, talks about book recommendations. Talks about how to, you know, be ready when the sports come up. How to bonus hunt and how to shop for lines and everything. All the fundamentals, if anybody's just starting up in a business, or if you're not even starting up, if you want to just listen to somebody that's wise talking, I definitely tune into my man Captain Jack. I love Captain Jack. Him and I were in a nice car ride together about a month ago. Uh, nice five-hour car ride traveling down California to Vegas, and uh, and that was I thoroughly enjoyed that. I loved it. I love hearing his stories. 
hearing his ideas, hearing what he has to say. He's a smart guy and a really nice guy too. So um, props to my man Captain Jack and anybody listening to this podcast. Definitely check out his in his videos to learn how to be a better better because that's what we all want. You know, being a better better just doesn't happen on this podcast. There's a lot of other ways to be a better better. And Captain Jack is definitely one of those ways. <clears throat> Another thing I want to talk about. Unfortunately, there's been a lot of layoffs um, in the industry, in the business, and in everywhere across the country. People losing their jobs. And it's sad, man. You know, I hate I hate seeing that shit. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But it's just a part of part of what's happening, you know, companies got to earn, and, you know, some companies just don't, can't, can't keep it up, can't stay afloat, you know, William Hill was one of those companies, laid off a bunch of people, um, and other companies, you know, my friend Pat, who was the bookmaker at resorts, he unfortunately got laid off, and Pat Parada, who's also on Twitter, I don't know what his Twitter is, Angie something, Angie number one, or Angie, uh, something like that, but you could just look up Pat Parada, he's a great guy, treated me very fairly at resorts, unfortunately, um, he got laid off, and um, I wish him nothing but the best, anybody listening to this podcast, if you want a guy that's been in a business for a long time, a real bookmaker, guys that worked with betting groups like Star Lizard, and he's 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 worked with a lot of big names in the business. Um, and I've had dinner with Pat, had lunch with Pat, I've sat down, had drinks with Pat. I know Pat, I, and I know Pat's a good guy, and um, I think he'd be a valuable asset to anybody in the industry. So. I definitely um, look him up. Um, it's hard though at this time because I don't know if too many people in the sports business are, hi- are hiring right now. Um, but um, you know it's tough. I, 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 you know, I can't really. A lot of people lost their jobs, not just in this industry, but across the country. You know, it's tough. But you know, stay positive and. Um, just like, you know, when I was going through this whole thing, there's always a line that I always used to, my buddy used to, you know, he always told me, always remember, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. And it's something I kind of keep repeating to myself to kind of stay positive mentally, that this is just temporary. We're going to get through this. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. It's dark right now. But we're all going to get through this. And you want to be able to, once you see that light, you want to be able to come out better, bigger, better, better, stronger than ever. And be ready to rock and roll and take on the world. So, um, don't want to make this too long-winded. Kind of, it's kind of tough talking by myself. Um... You know, 
for a long period of time. But anyway, that's all I got to say. I appreciate everybody. If I haven't gotten to your phone calls, some people left me numbers late. I'll eventually get to them. Just bear with me. You know what I mean? I got a family here. I got four kids, a wife. <coughs> um, and I'm just trying to make sure that everybody here is good and everybody here is well taken care of. Um, you know, and, uh, and I still got a business, even though it's not that hard running a business right now, but still, you know what I mean? I got guys, and I got to make sure my guys are okay. Um, that's very important to me. Loyalty is everything. So, um, when we're in times of trouble, I might, I don't, I don't consider my guys employees. My guys are brothers. So, no matter how this, I come out of my pocket, I do whatever I need to do to make sure my guys and their families are well supported. Um, and my guys are compensated very well, don't get me wrong. But still, if push ever came to shove, and if they ever needed something, um, they know that, uh, you know, you work, you work with me, you're taken care of forever. Um, even when you're not with me, even if you decide to leave me, there's guys that no longer work with me that, um, if they ever need something, I'm there for them. That's just how it is. This is how I operate. Not trying to, you know, pat myself on the back here, but I'm just saying, I think that, you know, maybe I could lead by example out there. You know, if God blessed you, God took care of you, you know, you're fortunate to be able to have a nice nest egg where something like this doesn't really affect you financially or it doesn't really, you know, hurt you. Be there for people that it might actually affect. And, um, and that's important. And, uh, I'll always do that. I just treat others the way I want to be treated. Because if the roles were reversed, I'd, uh, I'd hope that I'd be taken care of too. Alright, thank you so much everybody for listening to me bullshit for a little bit. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, I'll have another interview next week. I got some legends on the docket. My man, I'll just drop some names right now. I got, you know, great names. Professional sports better, Jeff Whitelaw, who is a dear friend of mine and who is as solid as they come. Not too many people know who this is, not on social media, but let me tell you, those that are in the know, know that this guy is as sharp as a tack. I got Dickie Carson coming on, who is a legendary bookmaker. Also plays poker very well too, but <coughs> he's a legendary, legendary bookmaker. And he has great stories, and he's been in the game for a long time. A lot of the old school people would know Dickie Carson, and he's been a long time personal friend of mine, and I'm excited to have him on. I got Bert Osborne, who we've been trying to tape the podcast for a while, um, but unfortunately... I caught this thing, so 
we're kind of kind of playing phone tag, but we're definitely going to sit down eventually and bang this out and tape it. And then the list goes on and on. We'll try to get some other guests, keep banging it out, and say what's up. Thanks so much for the time. Until next time.